Welcome to the Next Week On Podcast. I'm Jay. I'm Amy. We're married. And we love television. I even majored in it. This is your podcast home for episode-by-episode chats about some of broadcast television's greatest, or maybe just okay, series. It's our take on classic television peppered with some fun facts from IMDb and occasional anecdotes gleaned from Wikipedia. It's television from the era when you watched what was on three channels, or you did something productive. Hey, this is productive. Our first show was Vegas, which ran from 1978 to 1981 and starred Robert Urich as Dan Tanna, the best private eye on the strip. This is the theme song. Don't you love it? Let's get started. Okay, we're back. It's next week on Season 1, Episode 3 of Vegas. The game girls play. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, like last episode, we had a promo. What'd you think? Oh, it was fine. Yeah? It was better than last time, right? Yeah, it didn't have the the black spots uh, yeah. for the affiliates. It was just yeah. just, ed- just an edited promo. Yeah, it was, straight it was up. much tighter. It was, it was good. Mm-hmm. There's okay. a nice cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. Which was a scene from <laughs> the end, so that was that was good too. Yeah, they must have listened to us. That was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh with the promo wrapped, we go right into the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh what's the first thing first thing you got written down? Oh, written I, down? I always like writing down um well, the theme song is the same. They must have kept it the same all of season right, yep. one. So, uh, like, you know, all the signs and on the, all the casinos. But I always like writing down any anybody I recognize on any marquee. So when we first, when the episode opens, we see Frankie Valley and David Steinberg at one of the casinos. Who's at the Aladdin. Oh, was at the Aladdin. Yep. Oh, yeah. So that was fun to see. Yeah. And they go. They go back to the Aladdin. Maybe that. Yeah. I wonder if they do that. We got to pay attention. Like, oh. if they feature a casino sign, is that where Tana ends up? I don't remember from the other episodes. I, hmm. I'm not sure, but maybe that could be. Well, it's it's because uh, that's where the episode starts at the Aladdin, right? And then because right. that's where the that's where the the girls are, right? So right. Yeah. So I, maybe they tease. Funny. Or that maybe that's how they tease the casino for each episode. Maybe not. That or maybe it was just an establishing shot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then special guests. There's special guests this oh, episode, yeah. too. We got, we got John Carradine yes. and and who is Alex Trebek? <laughs> that is correct. He did it in the form of a question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. We watched this. Was Double a... Dare's own Alex Trebek. <laughs> Yeah, at the time, he was just host of Double Dare, right? Must have been. If it had even been on the air yet. All right. Should I do research on this here? We can. We can keep going. Yeah, we can keep going. I'm going to look it up. Okay, while Amy's looking it up, I'll set it up, set this episode up. What's happening? Uh, We're in a hotel suite, and there's this old guy, old fat guy, uh, drinking champagne and... uh, carousing with some 
attractive ladies mm-hmm. are fooling around and drinking champagne and oh everything's great and then the closet opens and there's another lady in there and she takes photographs of them fooling around and then they all run out yeah we jump into the scandal real fast yeah we're right into it and just like last episode it's blackmail via photography (laughs) right away i don't these these people in the 70s never heard of what happens in vegas stays in vegas i guess that that must have been a not just a tourism thing they rolled out in the 90s and 2000s but like like all right we gotta say something yeah (laughs) everyone seems to think what happens in vegas i'm going to ruin your life with (laughs) yeah no we're just here to have a nice time that goes unmentioned for the rest of our lives (laughs) this town was built by the mob and on brothels so Everybody. Shut your mouth in Connecticut or wherever you're from <laughs> and come back. Okay, so Alex, more about Alex Trebek. <laughs> he started hosting in 1984. So, yeah, he must have just been... All right, let me keep going. We're scrolling through. Anyways, while Amy's doing that, um, the blackmail has happened. And uh, we cut to Angie, and she's <laughs> she's calling Tana... Uh, on the house phone at the casino to tell him that uh, Senator William Mitchell is calling because he needs help ASAP. Oh, I guess we know who the the old fart who got blackmailed was. <laughs> there's, there's a great moment, like, like, cause they, Dan always answers the phone at the casino, so you know they they answer the inter, the intercom like, Tina, you have a, a message or you have a call incoming call. He picks up the phone. He's like Dantana, and Angie's like Dantana, and he's yeah. like Angie, you called me. Ho ho ho! Yes, that was pretty good. Ba-doom-sh. Yeah. So, anyways, Angie lets him know that uh, the senator wants to meet him at Aladdin ASAP. Money's not an object, or something like that. Um, we cut to the Aladdin where Dantana's talking to the senator, and he's oh, like, "Oh, I have more notes." Oh, no, you that. got more notes. Well, okay. first of all, Alex Trebek was the host of Double Dare from 1976 until uh, the the five episodes they aired, <laughs> they pulled it. So it was a glorious run, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, for those of you, of you who don't know, Double Dare is not the Nickelodeon uh, glory <laughs> with the Gak and. Uh, like slime, slime yeah. and having to find flags and like a big set of teeth it's a it was a no mark summers no mark summers unfortunately but uh yeah it was like a quiz show they tried to make a quiz show more interesting basically it's i'm not gonna get into it but yeah. he hosted it it lasted like a season so i think it was that trebek we were seeing in vegas he had the mustache. I think that's that's the most important thing you need and, to know. And is, like a fro, kind of. He had the... Yeah, the little 70s uh, perm fro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, jet black, though. That's that's still a little odd for... Tasteful, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have more... Anyway, I have more lines for uh, that call, because um, Andy tells Dan, like... Like, oh, the senator is is offering you any amount you want to take my case and drop all the cases you're on. And he's like, well, Angie, you better drop the three cases I'm on. And she's like, you don't have any cases. 
And he's like, well, that's just our little secret. <laughs> and she kind of got it. <laughs> and then at, so then the next scene is at the Aladdin again. They, they showed Frank Gorshin was at the Aladdin for that establishing shot. Frank Gorshin played the Riddler on the, the 60s Batman uh, TV show. He was also yeah. a comedian, obviously. Okay. So, establishing shot. <clears throat> now we're back into Dantana's meeting with the senator. And yeah. the senator's just, you know, like, oh, I can't believe this happened to me. You know, these were, <laughs> yeah. these were top-notch ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well-read, elegant, impeccably groomed. <laughs> impeccably groomed. <laughs> yeah. Like the finest racehorse, impeccably <laughs> groomed. But his his big the senator's big thing was like I'm trying to pass an anti pornography bill and that Dan Hanna's like okay mm. <laughs> mm. <He's> like <laughs> the senator tries to go off on a tangent like like you wouldn't believe like we have to protect these children from blah 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 and Dan's like can you just let's just talk about the case I don't want to hear whatever you're doing in politics <laughs> yeah the senator's <laughs> like don't don't judge me yeah and Hannah's like yeah shut up um. <laughs> Here's my rate. <laughs> yeah, what I make. Oh yeah, I was like the sen- I forgot that the for, the senator's line was like, "Don't make anything out of this." Don't and make then, any hasty moral judgments. That yeah. nice. I didn't get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. And he's like, "What I make, senator, is two hundred dollars a day plus expenses." Yes. <laughs> Which is his. He says that like every episode. Yes. He's very upfront with his rate, and you gotta that's, respect that. That's fair. Yeah. 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 That's what. So, anyways, he meets with the uh, greasy senator, and then he's off to uh, the police department to see Bella. Mm-mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, yes, yes, that Never is what mind. happens, yes. Jay, tooks, Jay, Jay takes way better notes than I do. I was just like, who's at the Sahara? <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically, he begs Bella for help, and she's like, no, you know... The taxpayers pay for this kind of stuff. We're, we're for all the citizens of Las Vegas. And he's like, I'm a citizen. And then nothing else really comes of it. He's just like, I need help. So anyways. Yeah. It's kind of a throwaway scene other than. There you go. To establish that Bella is bothered by him coming in all the time. But they're friends. Mm-hmm. And then to the Sahara. Yeah, oh, you wrote it down too. Yeah, Jerry Lewis and, 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 Joey. and Joey Heatherton. That's right at the Sahara. Yeah, what a show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah, um, right about this time in the last episode too, uh, <laughs> Shaw wants to see Dana, and uh, Roth. Roth, why? I'm sorry, <laughs> Roth, not Shaw. Um, wants to see so tony curtis as roth yes roth wants to see tana and picks him up in a limo it's a uh, another glorious roth scene it's they're in a limo and it's just like the most crowded frame you could get there's like four people in the limo but it's really tight and like like uh there's a tailor in there trying to take Roth's measurements while, like, Roth is fast-talking. It's, it's just glorious. <laughs> and what do they talk about? Um, well, it's kind of... The physical action kind of foreshadows yeah. <laughs> what they're going to talk about. Um, apparently one of uh, Las Vegas's most prominent uh, uh, 
small people. Yeah, little people. Little people. <laughs> which they don't say in the show because it was in the 70s. But has, has, we're, we're going to be classy about it and say little people. Has, uh... The, they don't... His name is Shorty Morty in yeah, the show. Yeah, Shorty so Morty. So we can just yeah, say Shorty Vegas Morty. legend. Yep. Friend of Roth. Mm-hmm. Um, passed away, and Roth has to be a, a pallbearer, and he needs help. So he recruits Tana to be a pallbearer. And Tana's like, I don't know this guy. Ah, come on, don't make me do this. And Roth's like, you're doing it. <laughs> and you have, to, you have to get a morning suit <laughs> like mine. And I wore it to see the Queen of England, so... So there's that. It was something like I've only met him once, and Roth's like, "That's all you. That's all it takes to become your friend. (laughs) You gotta listen to Roth when he wants you to do anything. You just say yes because you're gonna lose that argument." And then, of course, Roth, you know, drops something about you know something fabulous he did. You know, seeing the Queen of England. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How'd that go? (laughs) I'm sure he jawboned her a lot. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I have a lot of properties in Las Vegas. If you ever want to come by, and check them out. <laughs> your Highness, Your Graciousness. <laughs> we have great fish and chips at the buffet. Come on. <laughs> so uh, now we have the B story, <laughs> the Binzer story. Yeah, yeah. Basically, B is for Binzer. Set up, <laughs> and we'll get to Binzer. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're now we're at the pool. Of one of the casinos, and we see the uh, three uh, blackmail girls uh, floating in the pool, catching some rays, and looking at their blackmail they photos. Weren't, but they weren't floating in the pool. They were like on the the sidewalk outside of the pool, but they were still in their pool floats. Right. Which is weird, because it, it's like, how much do you really want to be on that vinyl? Like, like I, I want to be on the vinyl in the pool because then, like, water comes in and splashes around. And then, like, but once you're just outside of the pool, then you're on vinyl in 100-degree Vegas heat. No thanks. I, it just looked good on camera, but, like, if you think about yeah. the logistics of it, like, what? what? <laughs> it, was, it was all just blocking. I didn't even write that down. Yeah. I, like, immediately, I was like, oh, yeah, I had a problem with <laughs> Anyway. Anyways. So they're talking openly about their blackmail and looking at photos of their blackmail. Yeah, at this and you, cl- you still, crowded poolside. Yeah, and you still don't know at that point. Like it's like, oh, these are shady, shady ladies. Yeah. they're they're uh, blackmailing Lost, somebody. What's going on just here? Another group of Vegas grifters here. <laughs> yeah, we we Basically, don't know. Yeah, but uh, but. <laughs> But then they quickly, the three of them are quickly in the background, and like we have a close-up of this guy in the foreground who's... Obviously listening to them, <laughs> and he's at poolside in a suit. <laughs> like, a, like, I just have to sit by the pool in my suit and just sweat. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> the paper yeah. that's pulled down a little bit too much. <laughs> no one will suspect me, they'll just think I'm a lech. It's fine. <laughs> It's Vegas. Yeah, it's just I'm just a lech in Vegas. Don't worry about it. <laughs> There's plenty of guys in yeah. suits watching ladies in bikinis. <laughs> the Don't convention is a tab. <laughs> so, anyways, the ladies get up and leave. Yeah. Which is probably why they were on their floaties on the concrete because they didn't have to struggle to get out of the pool. <laughs> like, That's true. <laughs> All right, let's leave the pool on our floaties, and they like fall over and <laughs> try to like doggy but that paddle could have been a quick cut though i mean that 
I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I would not sit on a pool float on the sidewalk, yeah, is yeah. what I'm saying. I have I have better taste than that. <laughs> um, so they get up to leave, and bad guy follows them. Mm-hmm. And... But just one of them, because they kind of all split up. Like one of them went to go play. He follows all of them into the casino. Yeah, and then yeah. one splits off, goes to the elevator. Yep. And he follows her into the elevator. Yeah, she's holding the pictures still, right? I think. Oh no, the pictures are no, in the no. apartment or the hotel room. She doesn't have them. One of the other, she's, she goes up. So. Yeah. Anyway. They're in a crowded elevator, so he can't do anything. Yeah. They go up to. She goes, gets off at her floor. He follows her. You know, it's the obvious follow. Like, he's 20 feet behind her in an empty hallway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like when cars follow each other in TV shows. <laughs> like, if he had headlights. In this show, they do that. If yeah. he had headlights, he would have turned them off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he's looking directly at her, walking right behind her. Like, and then he, like. This is normal. This is fine. <laughs> and then he, like. Like, he pretends to, like, go to, a do- like, five doors down from her. Like, this is what I'm doing now. Like, clearly this is my room. And he just stands there yeah. as she's going in her room. And uh, before her door closes, he catches it. And yeah. follows into her room, which is a suite, a two-story suite. Which is terrifying, I have to <laughs> say. Like, I never want to stay in a hotel room by myself ever again now, after seeing that. Well, make sure you close the door. Yeah, I'll just slam it behind me. Yeah. Ugh. That was, yeah. I don't even, I'm scared of so many things. I never think about that. Like, oh, somebody's going to, like, stick their foot in the door as I try to close it. Well, I I think you're more self-aware than a 70s TV (laughs) show. I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. That's a different podcast. Uh Anyways, uh, she goes upstairs and he follows, and she's going through a drawer getting things. She, she pulls out a wad of cash from her drawer, one of her drawers in the closet, mm-hmm. and she walks around the corner and he's waiting and jumps her and starts choking her out. Yep. Um, and he's got her on the ground, and then there's a knock on the door. It's the maid who comes in, um, There's just comes in and like scares him off, so he... You know, he doesn't have the photos, but he keeps the cash and runs out. Um, and that that whole sequence was shot like super handheld, cinema yeah. verite, like yeah. shaky, like crazy angles. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Was... The shot of the maid coming in is can't, yeah, canted and yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's definitely out of out of the norm for Vegas. Yeah, yeah. it was a good style choice though, because it, yeah, yeah. it was like a crazy fight. So. Yeah, made you kind of. It was tense. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut from that to him on the phone. Um, and, he'll say, and he says, you know, they'll think it's a simple robbery. I won't miss next time. You know, so mm-hmm. you know, like, he didn't get what he was looking for. Because it's not clear, like, you can't really tell it's cash. At least we couldn't. Like, we thought he had the photos. We had to rewind it to see what he took. Mostly because fake cash in the seventies looks like like the pale photos. <laughs> the fake cash industry has gotten really good on TV and movies. <laughs> it really reads as cash yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Not so bad. Those kinda of looked like five by sevens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or cue cards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In- index for, cards. For index cards for 
a game show host like Alex Trebek. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so we know he's not done yet. Um, and then we cut to the next morning, and we're at Tana's place, and Senator Mitchell barges in with uh, the newspaper. It seemed like it was like 3 in the morning, or was it just it was like, like 6 a.m.? It was like 6 a.m., okay. which is like, Tana's not. Yeah. It's like hour two of Tana's nap. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. And uh, hyper Senator Mitchell's up for the day, and it's dark out still. Yeah. And he's waving the paper because one of the ladies who blackmailed him and the lady who was attacked by the bad guy in the last scene is on the cover of the paper saying she was attacked and it turns out she is a wealthy california woman um she's not some grifter and uh senator's like this is her this is her she's one of the blackmailers you gotta get her and uh Hannah's like, oh, it's too early. Get out of here. He's in, like, his robe is disheveled and everything. Yeah. So, anyways, Tana's on the case. Way too early for his taste. Yes. But, you know, it pays the bills. So, then we're back to the uh, police department to see Bella asking for more help because he, uh, he, he has a hot lead. And she's like, I don't want to help you. I don't want to help you. Leave me alone. What's in it for me? Uh, he's like... He said, I'm going to take my business to San Bernardino. <laughs> Which nobody says. <laughs> yeah. And San Bernardino is, uh, for those who don't know, it's like the county east of Los Angeles. It's so... the Inland Empire. Yeah. Yeah. So it, if, if you were to, it's basically, it's on the way between LA and Vegas. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that great. Sorry if you're listening in San Bernardino. <laughs> <laughs> but... There's it, there's plenty of good things. There's uh, the San Dimas uh, water park. <laughs> uh, there's uh, that buffet place we went to. The we br- went to a buffet there, yeah. <laughs> it was a good brunch buffet. I guess we didn't want to go to Vegas and took our business to San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it's like 200 miles between Vegas and San Bernardino. So it it's all desert. It's all crappy in between. So. Mm-hmm. If it's Vegas, you got to be pretty desperate to go to San Bernardino. <laughs> so that's an empty threat. Yes. But what are they going to know? They don't know anything there about Vegas. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was a fun line. <laughs> There's another fun line where, because um, they're finding out about these women and that they're actually like high class people. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I wrote it down as um, they dress like Park Avenue, talk like Vassar, and they act like Windsor Castle. <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. Yes. Yeah, I didn't write it down. But yeah, <laughs> some of that Vegas uh, dialogue charm. <laughs> and I get to quote one of my one of one of my many favorite Simpsons lines, which is, "I've had just about enough of your Vassar bashing, young lady." Yeah. <laughs> which Homer says to Lisa. Apparently, Homer really likes Vassar. Right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Tana leaves, and he's back on the case, and he finds uh, the three ladies at a casino at, at the casino and corners them on the floor on the gaming floor and he's like I'll take those negatives please and they're like oh dear I don't know what you're talking about in fact they call him ridiculous oh they call the senator ridiculous too mm-hmm. they're like this is all ridiculous <laughs> which makes them sound like rich Beverly Hills ladies. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And how dare you? How dare you? I went to Vassar. 
So they just kind of march away, and Hannah's like, to the lady at the front desk, hey, give me the key to their room. Yeah. Because he's the private dick, and he can do that. I enjoyed that. Like, <laughs> he just has, like, the key to the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. the front desk is like, here you go. And we're back up in her suite, the lady's mm-hmm. suite, and he's ruffling around. He knows to go right up to their closet uh, upstairs, which is convenient. <laughs> I guess he which, knows the layout. Which this whole this whole episode is just giving me pause and like how I how I carry myself when I'm by myself and the where I put things in the apartment. <laughs> like, like like closet, very obvious place to put things. It's uh makes you think like, well the hotel safe is worthless too. Even if it's oh, the yeah. safe, because Dan Tana's gonna get in that. He yeah. knows. He's like gonna give it the fawns <laughs> and it'll open. There's probably like a master combo to that. It's like nine 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 or something yeah. like that. Um Oh yeah, and then also in the in their closet though is like the gold lame f- with fur trim coat. Which comes into play later. Yes, that's right. And so uh, Tana Tana finds the photos, not the negatives, but the photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, hidden away under some unmentionables in one of the drawers. <laughs> that was scandalous. Scandalous unmentionables. Yes. OJ. <laughs> Trying to keep it classy. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. If you're going to hide something, hide it in your unmentionables. <laughs> well, I never. <laughs> and then I... Uh, I opened my eyes up after that scene because I couldn't watch. <laughs> and uh, we're back at Tana's place, and uh, it's uh, me and Angie. Angie's walking on her hands. I guess she's practicing for for the Vegas show she's in. And I need it. Well, okay, go go ahead. Okay. I need it. I need to mention her wardrobe at yeah. this point too. But so Tana shows up, and oh, uh, with the line, "Hello, ladies. I love you both. What's up?" <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and they sit down. And he means it. <laughs> and then they sit down at the little cabana table where he enjoys a peanut butter sandwich with pickle. <laughs> Pickles on the side. Pickle on the side. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, he's really not that thrilled about. He's like, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> and Angie's like, oh, I forgot the milk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, need, I need to say what she's wearing at this point. She's wearing like a, like a red lawn sleeve shirt with like white suspender shorts with like rainbows on either side of the shorts and like rainbow ribbons coming like in her hair and I wrote down wearing a lady mork look yeah that's where they got the look from yeah yeah mork and mindy definitely yeah it was a precursor she's definitely channeling mork anyway anyways B has an update on the funeral situation saying now, Roth needs you to find another pallbearer. Oh, I gotta find another pallbearer? Who am I gonna find? Oh, it's, we all know the answer, it's Benzer. <laughs> of course. Of course. Who else is gonna, At is this, gonna episode be? At three, we all know it's Benzer. <laughs> yeah. And we all know Tana doesn't care enough about this to try any harder than get Benzer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a warm body, that's all you need. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> They all share a nice moment about how ridiculous Binzer is. <laughs> Just to drive that point home to the audience. Yeah. Binzer. Yeah. Get him to do it. He'll do anything. They might as well have cut to Binzer like falling off a toilet at that point or something. <laughs> Binzer's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or sitting on a whoopee cushion. 
um, okay. And then um, Tana also learns that uh, something we already kind of knew that all the ladies are in town and they're rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Angie goes on this uh, kind of spiel about Viking mythology and how. Yeah, well, because well, we how, get how, we get that? there because you know, like uh, B B tells Dan that uh, you know more about them and like they're the wives of like three um, uh, rich guys. One of them is uh, in real estate. One of them's in the stock exchange, and then one of them's the vice president of Mammoth Pictures, which I loved. <laughs> And so then Dan says, if those three are blackmailers, then I'm Eric the Red. And then Angie yeah, goes on right. a tear. She's like, Eric the Red, he's a Viking. I know that because, blah, blah. like, and she just, she's, the days of the week are named after Norse gods. And I guess it turns out she was helping, was it Bee's Kid? Yeah. Bee's Kid with her homework. So, Norse like, mythology. Yeah, Nor- Norse, Norse mythology. Yeah. So, who else? T- <laughs> Who better to help you with your Norse mythology homework than Angie? Angie. Yeah, that's right. Also, she's like, clutch. Was she I think like, we've mentioned that. She's clutch. Was she taking an online course from Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> correspondence class. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the time it yeah. would be a correspondence class. But yeah, Maybe. I wrote that down. Like, Norse mythology, Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. So during this uh, comedic interlude, uh, Tana gets a call. The ladies, with a hot tip, the ladies are at a show at the Tropicana, so. To Tropicana. <laughs> that's an official, that's an official term. Yeah. 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 Anyways. So it's not it, Batman, which is. <laughs> this is different, it's a different show. So, you know, Tana marches into the show, which is, what is the show again? It's like the Folie or what, I don't speak French. <laughs> That's, that's, why, that's why I left it to you because I don't need. <laughs> but it's like it's like a a French can can show. It was like the Follies in in English. It would be the Follies, I think. And it was just it was like old, set in the old times. Yeah. It looked like an old west kind of set, but in France, and yeah. it was like the can can dancers. Nineteenth century. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, the ladies are watching, drinking champagne at a booth. Yep. Tana marches in, sits down, he's like, oh, hello. Um, <laughs> uh, I know who you are, you know, basically. You know, he, he reverse blackmails him, you know. Like, I know who you are, and it would get, it'd be bad for you if it gets out that you're doing this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So make with the negatives, and this all goes away. You know, makes his demand, and ladies are like, oh, they're pretty rattled. Dan Tana leaves, and they're talking. And they decide, okay, we gotta, we gotta stop Tana. Like, okay, like, play ball. Yeah. So they send, they send Helen out. Yeah. And uh, the one, one of them's like, here, take my coat. It's cold out. So the, Helen, the fur coat. The fur coat that we referenced earlier. Yep. Helen wears the gold lame coat with fur trim, and she runs out to the parking lot to try to get Tana. Yeah, but Tana's, he peels out. He's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she runs out into the parking lot, and uh, just like last week's episode, <laughs> we see a bad guy in the car. Lights come on, and he guns it, mm-hmm. and runs her over, and peels out, and uh, her friends find her in the parking lot. And, oh no, 
commercial break. She did a good job of like looking like she was hit by a car. Like they they angled her legs and arms really well. Like it, it looked really bad. Yeah. Why am it I was la- good. It was good. I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh while talking about that, but I was like, oh, like the show did a really good yeah. job. Looked pretty serious. Yeah. All right. They did it was they did a good job with the craft stunts. Everything yeah. was very good. Um, so we're back from commercial and they're at the hospital. She's alive, uh, as we hear, because the other two ladies are calling their husbands saying something awful's happened. Um, and then Tana, uh, we cut to Tana getting home, and he rolls into the uh, oh, into wait. his house. Wait. You got something? Uh, do I? No. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> Tana rolls in with a f- uh, flat tire on the T-Bird for some reason. They don't really tell us why. It's just like, oh, rats, I have a flat tire. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Tana gets out of the car and lo and behold the other two uh, blackmail ladies are already there clearly rattled and they ask uh, Tana for his help you know like they say you know we'll give you the negatives you know someone's after us basically mm-hmm. and, and uh, then there's like a big speech the big, yeah. the big heartfelt plea, which happens in every episode. Yeah, yeah. It was touching. It's like, well, like we we really need your help, and uh, like we only we only do this because we're essentially bored housewives, and our our husbands are too busy to pay attention to us, and, and they, we, we want we want to be we want to feel like we can attract men of higher and higher status, and that whole thing. And they have to. But they tell Tana this because at first he's like, no way, just spend a dime and call the cops. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't I don't like you guys, whatever. Yeah, and then they're like, no, we need a private eye because we need to keep this private. We don't want our husbands knowing that we do this yeah. regularly. Like, yeah. they, they regularly, like... Like, it's a game. Yeah. So it's just a game. Yeah, like, they, it turns out, like, they don't even do anything with these photos. They just keep them and, like like laugh about their experiences yeah and like they didn't sleep with the senator like it doesn't go too far yeah they They're never like, sleep oh, with any of their guys who you think we are you know kind of thing. yeah <laughs> oh, we, I don't just, know. we just unclothe them and get them drunk and blackmail them. yeah and blackmail <laughs> good times them. yeah <laughs> um but yeah I, I just want i want you to know jay i'm never gonna go to vegas and blackmail people <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't want to find out about it. <laughs> Unless Dan Tana calls me. <laughs> I believe you. Just need you, as your wife, I need to let you know that. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> so, that's like now renew- that we have that that's, out of the way. That's like renewing our vows. Yes, that's right. That's... <laughs> you heard it here first. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tana has the negatives and he calls the senator up. And the senator is like, has a drink, and he's in the room. He's like, oh, yeah, that's great. Case closed. Nothing nothing more to do here. Okay, I'll just uh, take them negatives, and that's the last of it. And Tana's like, no, no way. You know what? You know, someone tried to kill these ladies. What's going on? And uh, <laughs> he's he tells the senator, you'll get the negatives back, but the case is still open. Much to the senator's chagrin, because you know, Hannah understands those ladies' feelings, 
You know, mm-hmm. he's the chauvinist that gets it, according yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah. That was his touching, like, okay, I'll help you. Yeah, that was, are you, yeah, so he hangs up with the senator, and then he's like, are you sure you want a male chauvinist who couldn't possibly understand the woman's needs? And they're like, we're sure. And then B just, like, the button of that scene is B turns to Dan and just says, I love you, Dan Tana. End of scene. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do? That should, I hope that was a billboard promoting the show. Just like Dan Tana and it just says, I love you, Dan Tana. Sundays at 8. <laughs> Dan says that? No, no like, B's. it's just a quote on the billboard oh, on his okay. picture. Like, <laughs> I see. Yeah. Anyways, um... So Sorry, that, I was distracted we, by my next note, which I'm very excited about. Yes, so we cut to the hospital, um, the hospital room of the lady who's in a coma, and her husband's there. Who is her husband? Who is Alex Trebek? Correct. Oh, yeah. Trebek for 400. Weird 70s cameos for 400, yes. please. Yep, and it's Trebek kneeling uh, at the foot of his wife's bed. And it's a zoom. We're zoomed in. Mm-hmm. And it's the 70s zoom where they're zooming tight. Mm-hmm. And there's dialogue. And we pull all the way out of the room. And Trebek has like a couple of lines. Like yeah. almost inaudible. It was you know. slightly disappointing. Because his whole role in the show is he's Helen's husband, Arthur. Who is the stock exchange one? I had to look. I was like, wait. Is he the VP of Mammoth Pictures? <laughs> he was not. He's just the stock exchange guy. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, that's his whole role in the show is he's at his wife's bedside and he's worried for her and that's it. There's no, uh, he doesn't really even talk to Dan. Yeah, no, that's, you see him once, that's it. <sighs> yeah. so disappointing. It's a cameo, but it's Such a waste. Small. Um, if they gave him more lines, who knows? Maybe he would have been in more uh, acting uh, scenes and maybe he wouldn't have hosted Jeopardy. Yeah, he probably still would have. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we see the husband is at the bedside. There's another husband in there with him. Uh, and the uh, two wives are out in the hallway with Tana while he's kind of still grilling them for clues, trying to figure out who would do this in a very 70s hospital. It's like a green hallway <laughs> with green wallpaper, like green trees. Oh, yeah. Wallpaper of tr- green it's trees, a green like birch a lot. trees, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and the couch is green. I think it's yeah, pretty awesome. I also I had a question during all this because like like Dan's there and he's talking to like the wives and the husbands and everything. The husbands not never ask like why didn't we call the police about this hit and run? Well, like, they're all so rich they understand this can't it, be in the papers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it already has. Um, the woman, the first yeah. woman, she was already in the paper for being attacked at the hotel. Well, that's more understandable. Just some that was ruffian. Of, yeah. That was out of their control. Yeah, that's right. But the husbands don't know the whole story. Yeah. All they think and, is it's a hit and run. Yeah. And the uh, the wives say, like, this is Dantana. We hired him. He's a private dick. And they're like, okay. Like, yeah. They, that's probably for the best. You know. They never question it. Maybe because, like, they have private eyes that they're places exactly. of, of business i just that would have been what like what happened oh hit and run did you call please are they involved what who's this guy private eye why did you hire private eye what's going on so yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh so 
This you know, is... Tana isn't getting anywhere with the two two wives who aren't in a the coma. They're just like, we don't know what's going on. We don't know who could be doing this. Okay. So uh, then we cut to just uh, a street in Vegas, and one of the husbands, get, Jonathan, gets out of a cab. And you can tell immediately he's up to no good. And he walks up to the henchman who, uh, who followed uh, them from the pool, the one who choked, choked the lady out. And the uh, one who ran over. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, the bad guy. Uh, and they're talking. And then you're like, oh, I see what's going on here. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, he's, trying to, uh, he's trying to kill his wife, and now he's worried about Tana. You know, he's like, yeah. you got to get Tana first. He's looking into my business. I'm on the brink. Yeah, cause, he's going broke apparently. Because well, the whole thing was he ran over the wrong woman. Right. Because uh, now I forgot her name, but like she gave Helen her gold, her crazy gold coat. Yeah. So the henchman thought he was going to run over the right wife. Yeah. Yeah. So now that's why. So this husband Jonathan was mad. It's like, how could you run over the wrong person? Yeah. So he wants the henchman to kill Tana. So. No one finds out about his uh, business going south. Yeah. And then, and then you know, when you get around to it, kill my wife, too. You know, we got to do that still. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Tana's on the case. He goes, uh, it's really kind of a pointless scene. He goes back to Bella at the police department looking for tips. And she's like, I got no tips. And he's like, all right. And then we're out of that scene. So I don't even know why that's in there. Just, I don't know. Well, he's like. Just trying to get her to help, and I have I wrote down a line here because Bella's like, "Dan, did you ever sell used cars?" And he's like, "Only owned them, Bella. Only owned them." Which I don't know. They just yeah, it was kind of a worthless scene. I don't know, like <laughs> that they were foreshadowing Benzer's problem. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Um... Which is. That's the next scene, right? That's yep. what I have. Yep. So, yeah, so he runs into Binzer outside of the police station. I guess that's all this sets up. Binzer is, like, kind of feather dusting a used car, which is his new car. And <laughs> there's, like... It's a real... It's a piece. Glorious fringe yeah, inside, too. Yeah, fringe inside, yeah. Yeah. And, like, a bobblehead doll. <laughs> and uh, he had just traded in his car for that one. And uh, Tana's like, hey, can I borrow your car? You can use the T-Bird. I'll borrow your car. And Vinzer's like, oh, yeah, great. And then as he's getting in the car, he's like, oh, by the way, it has a flat tire. Just bill me for it. <laughs> and Vinzer's like, okay, great. Flat tire? Wah, wah. <laughs> At some point, Dan also says, like, I've never seen a car match somebody's personality so well. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's that. a schleppy car for a schleppy guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Tana's driving his car and immediately... The bad guy is tailing him in a sedan. Um, Which I thought that was going to be a thing. I thought he was going to like follow the T-Bird instead of, but I guess uh, nope. he's more perceptive than that. Yep, which yeah, is he, was, he, he, he was already on Tana. Yeah. Um, and a huge chase ensues. They pull up at a stoplight together and Tana takes off and he takes off. And they're smashing into each other and it's, you know, an awesome car chase. They're mm-hmm. sp- spinning around, smashing into each other and like all good action shows they go into like a vacant lot or a construction lot. This is a cement lot. Yeah. You know, a cement plant. So they're racing around the cement trucks and where they pour the cement and uh, they're smashing into each other. And then <laughs> this is this is fun. They 
put the camera on one side of a big hill of gravel and both of them race behind the hill of gravel and there's a big explosion. Mm-hmm. And cut to commercial. Cut to commercial. Like, oh no, what happened? Explosion. <laughs> and then it comes back um, to a newscast and Dantana's like injured. He's okay, of course. But the other guy uh, didn't make it. Yeah. That, like, they have Dan on camera on the news, too. Like, this guy is the key to the city. Like, yeah. everybody knows what he looks like. <laughs> I just feel like private eyes, like, need to keep a low profile, but not Dan Tana. And yeah. poor Binzer. Poor B- I want to rewind a little bit, like, because that, during that car chase, yeah. that yeah, extra, can, yeah. that extra, it was like... Oh, yeah, there was the... Yeah. The hose. <laughs> yep. Just a guy with a hose, like, hosing off concrete. Yeah. <laughs> and he which, gets which run needs over. to be watered. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives the, hey, come on, guys, I'm watering concrete here, look, as they speed by. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and yeah. they sped up the film slightly, yeah. so it's got that funny look to it. That was fun. <laughs> like, right. Anyway. The, the Benny Hill music is playing on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, instead of like a, like that one that one shot is like an intense car chase scene and then like yakety sax. <laughs> so and well, then so anyway. Yeah, so the news the news coverage sets sets it up so uh, Jonathan the bad husband is nervously watching TV and sees this happen. He might have a drink too, just like the senator. I can't remember. Probably. Oh, I don't even remember. Yeah. It's a good choice for bad guys to be nervously drinking. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, he also finds out, Jonathan uh, uh, finds out from one of the other wives that his wife is coming out of a coma. Um, you know, isn't that great? And he's like, yeah, that's great. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he asks, he's like, I got to meet you alone. Oh, and bring Dantana with you so we can meet alone at this construction site. You remember this construction site? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, let's meet there. Great. Okay, yeah, yeah come alone and bring Tana, you know? Yeah, and then, then the wife, like, she hangs up the phone. She says a great line, which I don't know why I haven't heard that ever, but she turns to the, the, the third wife who's there, and she's like, oh, I gotta go. Please make my excuses. It's <laughs> like, whoa, what? Why doesn't anybody say that ever? People that say that hire private detectives. <laughs> That's almost like on a Downton Abbey level of. Like, I know. Yeah. Why don't we have a man? It was like, yeah. Why don't people say that anymore? Yeah. Please make my excuses. Well, we're gonna have to start saying that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Things are coming to a head, so we got to wrap up the B story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're it's at the funeral. So glorious. <laughs> what well, and and poignantly enough, I mean, to um, yes, not not sorry. <laughs> I don't want to give away when when we're recording this, but we just watched uh, the the Mary Tyler Moore retrospective, and they just showed the Chuckles bites the dust episode. It was very much ripping off that episode. I think <laughs> the funeral scene in this Vegas episode. Yeah, I guess. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, I think, you can well, it out. a little bit. Um, anyways, so we cut to the funeral, and uh, Roth and uh, Tana are standing outside in their proper morning suits, matching. <laughs> and Binzer shows up in, like, a black magician's tuxedo with a white bow tie. Like, 
He's like, it's the only one I could get. And Roth is like, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like, who did you get, Tana? Like, come on. Yeah. And Roth is like, it was uh, a magician's uh, outfit. It's the only one I could get. Don't blame me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Binzer looking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Or slightly less ridiculous than than the other two guys. Because their morning suits are... They're, it's Las Vegas, so, you know, top hats and It's like gray a purple-gray... Gray... Thing. It yeah. almost looks like like they're the hosts on like the the haunted mansion ride or something. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's kind of gross looking to be honest. I felt like Binzer actually looked better than them. That's not what the funeral arrangements called for. Yeah, but I feel like Binzer looked better in white tie and tails. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so they they do their pallbearer duties and they go to the grave site and uh, everyone's standing around the grave and the pastor is doing his thing and Vinzer's <laughs> weeping. Yeah. <laughs> and Roth is like, he doesn't even know this guy. Yeah. And, we find, and Tana's like, he's crying about his car. <laughs> <laughs> I told him what happened to his car. Oh, yeah. And then he, then, then. <laughs> then hilarity ensues. Uh, magician all the, suit. All the magician bits. <laughs> yeah, Vinzer. <laughs> Vinzer lets out all the magician bits. He's crying, <laughs> so he grabs his handkerchief. Yeah, the pocket square. Pocket square, and it just keeps coming out. (laughs) Red, blue, orange, the dumbest magician joke. And he's like, I don't know what's happening. And Roth is like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) And then he holds up his hands like, what do you want from me? And like two pigeons fly out of his... They're doves. Doves. Pigeons. What? Doves. They were doves. (laughs) Okay, they're doves. (laughs) They come out of his wrists. You know, they're up his sleeve. Yeah. And then at some point he, he takes his hat off in, res- in respect and he notices there happens to be a rabbit in there. Yeah. He just <laughs> sets us down on the ground like, ooh, excuse me. <laughs> and then, like, at the end of the funeral, he, like, shrugs, like, in defeat. <laughs> and then, like, f- two American flags pop out the back of the yes. tux. Yes. And during this, like, one of uh, uh, Shorty Morty's... Uh, pals who's a military guy um is eulogizing him and then they all sing the battle hymn of the republic so that's yeah. going on and yeah. he shrugs and two american flags like rocket out of his back yeah. <laughs> it's perfect it was actually appropriate yeah it turned out to be appropriate <laughs> yeah also i want to note that shorty morty uh had <laughs> the the guy said or the the eulogist said he had 12 children who would be here if they knew he was their father <laughs> he is like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, he got around. <laughs> yeah. They showed, and, like, and all these like Vegas showgirls are there yeah. dressed in black crying. Yeah. Like, yep. Jordy Murray is a player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Um, <laughs> so the funeral's over, so we've wrapped that up. Mm-hmm. And um, Tana's getting ready to leave, and uh, the wife that John wants to meet alone at the construction site rolls up in a cab and is like, we've got a We've got to meet Jonathan right away, you know, and Tana's like, okay, let's go. So they're on their way, um, and Tana, you know, he while they're driving there, he's like, why why does he uh, want to meet you and me together alone, you know? Something's fishy. Mm-hmm. You know, and he puts it together that uh, uh, John wants to kill Linda uh, for the money. And and he figures that out because she has a gold coat. Right. Somehow yeah. she had time to get it dry cleaned, which I questioned. Then I was like, 
then later they're in the car and she's like, oh, they couldn't get Helen's blood out of my coat. Right. On the way to the construction site. Yeah. yeah. Then Dan is like, wait, that's your coat? Yeah. And then. He puts it all together. This coat, they must have been really happy to find this coat, like the cost, the wardrobe department. Like, this is a great coat. We have to use it on the show. And it was like a plot point, that yeah, coat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You pay attention. Yeah. Um, and then we see uh, uh, John, the bad husband. He's at this construction site setting a trap for them. Um, and uh, Tana and it's Linda uh, arrive, and uh, he's on the roof, which, you know, isn't. <laughs> That's not suspicious a, yeah, at all. Yeah, like, he waves from, hey, come over. Come over to the back, back here. I'm on the roof. I'll send the elevator down. This is normal. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah. And they're walking around the corner. He's watching them from the top. And when they get around to the side of the building, he has a bunch of construction material rigged to fall on him. And he lets the, the ratchet go that's holding everything up. And it all comes crashing down. And Hannah and Linda get jump out of the way just in time and it's a big cloud of dust and you know it's a big crash and john like peers over oh they're alive rats and he gets his gun out and comes down in the elevator which is almost comically slow like (laughs) yeah you know they have the fast chase music like they have to yeah like like the the, the chase music kicks in but it's a freight elevator at a construction site so he's just like Coming on the way, yeah, coming down real slow. <laughs> and then he's getting closer down, and it's really closed mesh steel. Like, mm-hmm. he can see through, and he, like, tries to stick his gun through and shoot at him. <laughs> and they cut to Tana and Linda several times, like, back and forth, like, you know, John. Linda, yeah. You know, like... Like, like it's a chase, and he's moving slowly down an elevator, and they're just laying there stunned. It's kind of like, is, this, is something going to happen? Like, <laughs> and finally, John opens the elevator and shoots at him, and Tana gets his gun out and shoots back at him. And then John takes off running, and Tana chases him, you know. So now we're on foot, running through the construction site, music's playing. And uh, he jumps a fence, and he's out on the strip. And Tana's chasing him through the crowds in Las Vegas. Both, both with guns and all the extras in this scene, like, don't even notice. <laughs> yeah, like, like, they're all just tourists. They took directions a little too well. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, just ignore what's going on. Uh, these guys, are, you know, they're just actors, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. They seem to understand what happens in Vegas, you know. <laughs> they're not trying to take pictures. They're not calling. Oh, yeah, a guy chasing a guy with guns, yeah. Then we go on a tour of the city, uh, you know, as uh, John's running from him, mm-hmm. shooting shooting back and forth. And um, we come to, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Caesars. He's running so by the, the the fountain at the front drive of Caesars. And they go on, like, the, the skyway of yep, moving sidewalks, cross, yep, too, which yep, is cool. That crosses over the strip. Which I, I didn't realize. You see was, in Las Vegas. It's fun. Yeah, I didn't realize that was uh, there back yeah, then. I, yeah, I, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that was there because it's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they run across that, and they're running by Caesars, and he's coming around the bend of the... Uh, <laughs> of the um, fountain at mm-hmm. the drive of caesars and tana like catches up at the perfect time and like launches into him and tackles him into the fountain and he's got him and now it gets really awesome <laughs> he <laughs> drags him out by the scruff he's standing in the pool and he just yells to somebody what does he say someone call the police department of water this pool is polluted <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and then we just 
just kind of fade. Yeah. <laughs> fade to black. That's commercial. Yep. And then we're back with happy music at Tana's place. Everything's mm-hmm. wrapped up. Tana's getting changed, drying off. But uh, Benzer's sitting sitting there looking sad. He's like, oh. He has like a real like introspective like moment. He's like, I just screw everything up. Yeah, and, yeah, he's looking down. And, yeah, he's like, we're just really sad. Like, yeah. I screwed up the funeral for you guys, and I just can't believe I did that. And, yeah. Poor Benzer. And he's like, like call it even on the car, because yeah. I screwed up so much I screwed, stuff for you. Yeah, like, I screw everything up for you, so don't worry about my car. I just d- deserved yeah. to not have a car. And then... Hannah's like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess I could roller skate. <laughs> I'll get a bike. Yeah. yeah. Bins are on roller skates, Ugh. which they should let happen. They should. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the garage door opens and uh, Angie and Bead cruise in in a car with like streamers on it. And it turns out it was Binzer's old car that he traded in. They bought it back for him. Yay. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can't believe you did this for me. And then. Tana's like, ah, oh, I like keeping you around. We're friends. Yeah. <laughs> so you know Benzer's going to be around the whole season. Dan honestly has the best chemistry with Benzer. Like, out of everybody on the show, I wrote down, I wrote down my note was, am I shipping Dan and Benzer? <laughs> Literally such good chemistry. Because like, they just, like, make eyes at each other. They're like, I'm so glad you're around. We're friends. And then Total. Benzer's like, whoa. Like... I don't know. Bromance. They're total bro. Super bromance. (laughs) Yay. Benzer's happy. Everybody's happy. I kind of want this show to just be like the adventures of Roth, casino owner. (laughs) And then like sometimes we check in on Dan uh, Dan and Benzer's romance. (laughs) Like, so that's, I need, I wish there were different priorities because I'm, I'm still obsessed with Roth and I know he's not on the whole show, but Uh, it's just so good. <laughs> so it all wraps up nicely. They've decorated his car, you know, which, you know, that was a nice touch. Yeah. You know, that's where Lexus got the idea for the December to remember, you know, <laughs> the big bow on the cars. Yeah. Someone at the ad agency saw that and were like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So. Do it like Benzer's car in yeah, you that know, episode of Vegas. <laughs> and that's episode three. Yep. Everyone, for the most part, lives happily ever after. <laughs> Except for the henchman. He's dead. And then the wife in the coma, she's like, oh, she's my husband's coming a out. creep. She's coming she's out coming of it. She's coming out of it, you know. And then the other, her friends are going to be like, your husband <laughs> tried to kill you. No, no. Uh, yes. Alex Trebek? No. Oh, yeah, sorry, no. No, the other one, yeah. Helen was yeah, in the I'm coma. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Don't you dare. I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, Helen was in the coma. She's still she... going to be surprised when she wakes up. <laughs> Alex Trebek? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my husband, you guys? She has she has um, amnesia. Yeah, she has amnesia. No, what? Why is Alex Trebek here? <laughs> so, happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. Except for the people who got killed. <laughs> Which is one guy. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad for an episode yeah. of Vegas. That's he had like hardly, coming, yeah. Yeah, and that's like hardly anybody for a-hole. one of these episodes. Yeah. So, anyways, um, that's it. 
we were talking like this episode had a lot in common with the last last episode. Mm-hmm. Like it's just photography blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> like it I need those negatives. It Two episodes in a row. It didn't have Dan chasing somebody in slow motion though. Although we had Dan waiting for somebody in slow motion. <laughs> That's true. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. They replaced the uh, the golf course fight with a car chase. It was a good car chase. That was a good so, car chase. But, uh, yeah. yeah um, maybe next episode they'll be trying to blackmail someone <laughs> with photos. Maybe. Maybe. Until then, you, you're just going to have to find out. <laughs> you need to yeah. wait. <laughs> so, yeah. anyways, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back uh, with episode four of all the fun on Vegas. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Yeah. We'll talk to you next episode. Yeah. Okay, bye. Thank you.